0: Hello? Okay. So I'm going to try this again. I made two previous attempts, but um, the first one just sort of didn't go through exactly. I think the second one, I was interrupted by the smoke alarm here, so I had to sort of deal with that. Um Okay, so um, I wanted to go over again <clears throat> the idea is, uh, in some ways, just the four noble truths uh, for, that we find from the teachings of Buddhism. Um, the other <clears throat> part of the explanation uh, uh, is basically that the idea somehow that of how uh, the path of spirituality um relates to us <clears throat> in some ways uh um a way that uh that that a allow that can that um, a way through which uh that we may be able to find that we can actually take care of ourselves somehow right um, so these two types of things are connected because um, you know, in in spiritual life or whatever um, we are often uh, the idea is aside from you know, perhaps living in some ways some type of a pious type of a life or you know <coughs> Um, aside from those types of considerations, we're basically taught uh, various ways through which that we uh, we can uh, sort of alter, you know, be, begin to understand or, or somehow ultimately find out or see, or begin to see what the truth is really like, <clears throat> right? Because valid, whatever actual, uh, you know, types of whatever. You might call them spiritual teachings or, or religions uh, the teachings that are contained uh, in those various verses, maybe or um, <coughs> other types of things uh, related sort of some uh, somehow to that type of a thing they <coughs> I guess in one way or another, they're supposed to have some sort of a bearing on right? what's actually taking place, right? It's, um, that's sort of the basic type of element or type of thing. Um, it's, um, we almost miss that, I think, sometimes <clears throat> because we have nowadays we have <clears throat> almost like two different sets of traditions. We have like. A more in some ways what's considered to be perhaps a more methodological type of a traditional approach to understanding that has to do with what's referred to uh, these days as science being science (coughs) and then we have the religious the the traditions of the of the of the great world religions or whatever Religions of the, you know, the, the teachings of religious life or spiritual life. <clears throat> so, um, but generally, with regard to those types of things, specifically with respect to spiritual teachings and stuff like that, uh, or the teachings of the world religions, were taught basically about the way that things are, are sort of actually are or like what things are supposed to sort of be like actually. With respect to the actual the overall the, the actual nature of of, of what things are, are really sort of like. But what I'm sort of trying to get at is that sort of over and above that, there's, you know, because Jesus talked about this. He talked about, specifically about this This one, I think he talked about this. Maybe he didn't. But there's, I, I'm almost for certain that the idea is present in the Bible about that which is referred to as the peace which passeth understanding. And I mean that in all Types of specificity, I think, at this point is what I'm trying to sort of say. But um, I think, in some ways, ultimately, <clears throat> with regard to what um, peace in our lives, perhaps in many ways has something to do, has something to do in actual fact with our ability to be able to take care of ourselves in some way. The knowledge of of how to be able to try to do that, or to be able to do it, represents what peace would be like for us, I think, or is like. And so I just wanted to describe that because I think we don't always know that that's possible. Um, So I don't know that, um, I don't remember if Jesus talked about that or if that was just an idea that's present in the Holy Bible, but maybe it's referred to as the peace of God that passeth understanding. Or again, perhaps just the piece which passeth understanding or that passeth understanding it's just that <clears throat> I would add or maybe take away from that statement, but it seems to be it's i think in the i'm trying to it's it's so specific that um it might be useful here to sort of draw it out <clears throat> because. Um, usually, when we think about something like that, right? I mean, over the course of my own life, I've thought about it because I've read it, about it, or whatever. But um, it's uh, anyway. It's it's supposedly contained in the teachings of the Holy Bible, right? Find from. at least in Judaism, Christianity and stuff. Um, So, but you think almost like about this, it's, I don't want to say amorphous because it's sort of like, I mean the term is rather specific in and of itself because it relates it's what it's referred to specifically is is peace the term is the word that is used is peace right it's just that oftentimes when you talk about when a person might think about the peace of god they might think about something that's much more sort of divine in nature or somehow more supple or it's like some sort of an experience almost like a it would be like a notable experience of the divine, which would sort of bring happiness. But I think it's interesting <coughs> because, in some ways, it it is actually uh, not necessarily revealed to an individual, a person, uh, until later. It's just not. It's just not really possible. Uh, I think to do that. <coughs> in the absence of an, of, of an actual of an actual type of an understanding of the way things actually are um, in all reality so um this term actually might refer to it, I think does perhaps refer to something quite much more specific than we might have otherwise sort of, uh, sort of thought. Uh, because it, the pot, I mean, if you read it a little bit differently, perhaps with some understanding of what this actually means or something, perhaps just somehow a little bit, if you read it a little bit more... <coughs> Directly, it basically refers to something which can be known or understood, or somehow felt or experienced, or there's some type of a a knowledge or a a, a type of a truth that relates to peace, or at least a type of peace, or <clears throat> but at least it's 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 specifically referred to as peace, which passive understanding, which means that. It could be read that this way, that once your understanding is somehow um, basically in some ways facilitated or thorough, complete somehow, then there's a peace which lies beyond that type of peace or type of an experience of peace or something like that, which lies beyond our ability to understand things as they truly are so perhaps <coughs> that's a further or, or, uh, perhaps in some ways maybe like a nearer type of experience to us right? because he would <coughs> it, it could be surmised or whatever that basically through an understanding of things as they actually are we become much more capable of understanding ourselves as we actually are right? because those two things would basically be sort of Almost like the same type of thing right? because I mean naturally we would <coughs> our experience of our own selves would or at least could in many ways be included uh, in all things with respect to all things so when <coughs> when the when the nature of when when our understanding is complete, then this, I think, so anyways, in any way, I'm sort of, so what I'm doing, trying to do is sort of try to provide an explanation of how that works, or at least how we can see it, begin to see it, understand it, or know it, right? Um, So I wanted to do that by going over uh, the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism that we find from the teachings of Buddhism and then and then which <clears throat> and then sort of trying to finish the explanation by talking a little bit about the peace that lies beyond that uh, understanding what that really might mean for us <clears throat> um because in many ways <clears throat> or. Um the, it turns out that uh there is something there. I mean I guess or how do I put it? Um well anyway, maybe we'll I'll just be able to explain it and then that will work a little bit better. Um <clears throat> this is almost in some ways outstandingly difficult uh to try to diagram because <clears throat> um in some ways, perhaps because of the nature of it, it's rather hidden, um, and and perhaps in some ways it's rather little known, right? This it's not. <clears throat> it requires uh, sort of like a fullness, the full a fullness of understanding within uh, an individual. By I think in some ways, by definition, it does. Maybe there's there are other ways that we can sort of see it. Like through a, a sort of like a more shared type of experience, maybe it would come into the fore for people before their understanding was somehow... They, before they might consider their understanding to be complete somehow. So if somebody comes along and says, you know, <clears throat> through my own experience or whatever, having understood these things as they basically... <clears throat> are, or whatever it turned out to be like, whatever, and I find this other type of thing that lies beyond that, uh, that, that is basically the knowledge of how it is that I can begin to take care of myself. <clears throat> um... And so that that's an issue that has that specific, deals specifically with type of peace that we can that's then provided for us through our own uh, knowledge, right? Our own, I don't know, progress as the word, but it's almost like a, it's like a, it's almost like some type of a term or an ability of accomplishment. right because it's almost like i mean one way to look at it is that yeah like the human being is is almost rather thoroughly complex and in in many ways or at least it seems like that can seem like that so through an understanding of things as they are We're sort of, we, it, it would make sense that we might be granted the ability to then be able to sort of <clears throat> make sense of, of how best to, 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 to <clears throat> put, to, excuse me, to, to, sorry, to sort of move along the way, because... <coughs> It's almost like we don't notice that. So, well, the idea—the idea that I had was basically to go over these teachings of the Four Noble Truths from Buddhism, and then to, to sort of explain this feature uh, of our of the way things. Um, sort of are Um, okay, so I guess we can get started, the first truth first noble truth excuse me, of Buddhism, is the truth of suffering so This truth basically refers to the it 's not just an idea the idea exactly but it's 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 sort of the knowledge of how things actually in many ways uh, are for us um, the idea is that <clears throat> What, in many ways, we experience as as living beings or whatever is a type of uh is a type of an experience of suffering overall in terms of the total picture right that's what basically what the first noble truth refers to is <coughs> the idea that <coughs> There's a type of unsatisfactoriness or whatever that is associated or that can be associated with our experience when it's actually examined somewhat. So in other words, we might notice it just through our own sort of sense of things and we'll begin to sort of think about our own experiences, some of the things that we might go through or, or not, whatever. Um... You know, according in some ways to our, our our level of understanding, we might begin to to pick up on the idea that you know maybe some further you know explanation or understanding might be found to be necessary because there's something because we don't have the total picture in mind. It's one way to. Sort of and so because we don't understand all things as they are, at least when we start out in many ways, at least that's a, that, that, we have that potential, I mean, that potential, That's that seems to be about, I mean, that can be in some ways uh, a, a type of an experience for, for not just human beings perhaps, but for all types of sorts of life, living beings at least. <clears throat> they were, I mean, <clears throat> They can be referred to as sentient, which basically just means sentient beings, which is basically, just, that just means that they're they're just awake to some degree, right? They have some type of an understanding or they have some sort of an experience that they can uh, sort of fill out somehow through some sort of... I mean, I don't know if it's just a, I don't know. I'm hesitant. I don't know if I should say that it's a mental process for all types of beings, but basically, it's a ex- type of an experience, right? It's a sentient being is one that basically experiences things. Might be one way to sort of see it. <clears throat> Knows them or whatever, um, uh, <clears throat> or perhaps can understand them of an understanding of things, sort of, to some extent. It's just that um, that, <clears throat> that truth, or that the knowledge of the first noble truth from Buddhism, that the Buddha sort of picked up on and then taught, or that the Buddha understood and then began to teach, has to do with his recognition that things are basically unsatisfactory He's in some ways uh, we have these i mean there are different ways to sort of there are various there i mean a person could exp- explain it you know in with regard to some types of specifics it's often you know there are certain types of things that go along with the explanation sometimes but these various features to our experience of suffering potentially Um, but the the buddha referred to it as the world uh, of samsara or the the experience of or the wheel of even uh, the wheel of samsara which basically just means that we go sort of around and around and around through these experiences or on, and on through them, and there's <coughs> we begin to the, the 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 nature of the experience is present <coughs> to it that it's that it can at least contain or in many ways it actually does contain an element of unsatisfactoriness or suffering type of suffering. Right, that's in some ways not just associated with what it is that we experience, but in many ways it's something that we actually do go through. And so um, he referred to that as the first noble truth (coughs) Um, of Buddhism, just the first noble truth or whatever. The second noble truth is that suffering, the experience of suffering of this the nature of this type of a, re- of, a, of a reality or a world system almost or something this wheel of sort of penetrative experiences that sort of we we sort of <clears throat> enjoy or whatever in other words they affect us or that we're somehow we, we're almost like bound by this <laughs> Sorry about the smoke alarm. <clears throat> but anyway, we're sort of bound by this it's we are we are actually I mean we're, we 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 are present at the experience and so it's sort of like we're almost like We're, we're, we're types of beings in one way or another that live within this experience of samsara, which is basically <coughs> we <we're coughs> um, anyway. But the idea is that this 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 wheel of experiences, or what what can be referred to as a type of wheel that goes around and around and around, or this this world or the nature of things that. <coughs> Sort of consists of this type of suffering or whatever that has this value that seems to be present or that is present in, uh, within the experience <clears throat> when it begins to be considered or whatever or when it begins to be understood or is or, or relative to the way that it's actually known or felt to us in many ways I think when <clears throat> when you when you can actually when when it's sort of truly regarded perhaps in some ways. Somehow, maybe. Um, the second noble truth is just the, the, the base of, is the knowledge that, that suffering, this experience of suffering, uh, or that the world even perhaps of suffering has a cause. <clears throat> so, um, it's that's basically what that states that... some ways it's it's sort of an addition to the first noble truth or truth from the set of teachings that doesn't just leave it i think at the, at the idea that suffering is present or is 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 sort of in some ways uh somehow the virtue of the experience in some ways right for, human, for living beings as they um, sort of go about their daily affairs or whatever. The idea is, he includes in the Second Noble Truth that there's a cause, uh, that suffering has a cause, The experience of suffering has a cause. A must-have maybe is one way to put it, I don't know, to look at it, I don't know the third noble truth is the idea or the, is that is the knowledge that uh of this, the of the cessation of suffering the truth of the the knowledge of the truth or whatever of the cessation of suffering so that in other words that suffering is the, it's the knowledge of the, the truth that's the noble truth or whatever that suffering has an end It's <clears throat> so these truths are referred to as noble because they um, are, basically are. <clears throat> Perhaps it because they have some more of a type of like a direct bearing on the situation as it actually as it truly is. the fourth noble truth is is what is referred to I guess or it's just it's just that the, the the is the truth of the path to is the, is the is the truth or the knowledge that suffering the ending of or the end of suffering there's a path to it it's the truth of the path to the cessation of all suffering or suffering So the first noble truth is that again in other words that there's a way uh, that suffering <coughs> can can end for us. Can that we that's basically what the truth of enlightenment basically is is really is really like It is the idea that this world of things that we go through and our own set of experiences, our own understanding of ourselves and our various types of the, the things that, anything that we might come to understand or know, this that which might be present or that which might be <clears throat> uh, featured perhaps in our Experience or, or uh, in our own understanding is a type of unsatisfactoriness that has a cause, an effective cause, perhaps it has an end potentially, and it has, um, there's a path to that cessation for us of suffering. In other words, uh, Path to the end, ending of, ending of suffering uh, <clears throat> for living beings. <coughs> that these truths are present; these four noble truths are, are, are present in, in reality. So that's the idea. Uh, that's the basic knowledge of the four noble truths, or whatever. Or, or, what it refer to as, I guess, as the four noble truths, but that that's what they are. And so that basically explains everything. Um, You know, I think, I mean, in terms of a simple sort of statement, um, so the effective cause of suffering is basically, is listed basically as as ignorance. In other words, a a non-total or non-complete, or in other words, some type of an incomplete type of an understanding of the way things are actually are. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think he refers to ignorance. It's not necessarily to make people wrong or to say that they're somehow sort of not paying attention to things somehow because because you know, because sort of they just don't want to or whatever. It's just that that's sort of the the nature of the sort of situation. Or the, the, our <clears throat> when he's basically sort of saying that when we understand that there's a type of an unsatisfactoriness that might be present in our own lives, that basically there's a cause to that. The cause of that is basically that there's just that we sort of don't understand exactly the way things actually are the truth of the cessation of suffering or the third noble truth basically just refers to the idea that through a valid type of, a, of an understanding of the way things actually are or how things are or what our nature is truly like the suchness, in some ways, that refers to what it is that we're actually like. Um, mm-hmm. that, that represents an understanding of that um, represents the ending of suffer- and an the the, um, the actual end of suffering for us right or that at least that's that's in, in other words that's the knowledge of of that's contained in the third noble truth or that's set down there or that's actually present right as the bud's but described you know? I don't know what experience maybe in our own knowledge of things perhaps in some ways maybe that's true too i don't know but and then again the fourth noble truth is just that there's a path right there's a in other words that it's possible uh to have this experience and so um the first so that's basically those the the second and the third noble truth in some ways basically explain what's going on because they talk about the effective cause of things as being a sort of a lack of understanding and then the third and the fourth noble truth basically just point out that through an understanding um, and through a sort of a proper investigation of things or by beginning to pay attention to things as one sort of facilitation of the path of Buddhism as it's taught I think in some ways many ways perhaps perhaps in all ways I don't know that this experience of suffering can can sort of be abated or whatever, find its cessation, ultimate cessation, or end. Right. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> so, what do I mean to say? In some ways, um, what I've noticed, or what seems to be true, or whatever, is that. Basically, the idea is that through an understanding of things as they actually are, we we no longer uh, suffer. Um, but the so, the purpose of the talk was to go over this idea of the peace which passeth. Understanding of the peace of God, right? So in Buddhism, sometimes people describe it as having not that much to do with God. I don't think it matters so much for the purposes of this explanation because I think that uh, whether you refer to it as the peace of God which passeth understanding or the peace which passeth understanding, those two possible versions of the Bible verse or whatever, reference um, can serve here, because you could just, if you just take one of them, perhaps the latter one, So in other words, you, rather than the former, whatever, by example, you just take the one that, the, the version, that sort of, the living version of the, of the words that basically just says, the piece that, which passeth understanding, or that passeth understanding, whatever, then that serves for this purpose, because it doesn't talk about God specifically. Necessarily, it's not that it ex- necessarily excludes it or take. You know, I'm just saying that for the purposes of the explanation and for the purposes of a you know, type of an understanding of this issue, or this overall scenario, or whatever, um, or this teaching, or whatever. Basically, the idea is just to just take the second version of it, and you can kind of take a look. Because that's one way that sort of that you can read that verse, maybe right. Or, it doesn't really matter I'm just maybe I'm just saying people might be able to argue that differently but um, <clears throat> so what is that I was talking about a specific a type of a reference that that verse describes and so <clears throat> the idea is just that what I'm trying to sort of say come out and say is that what's hidden there is an actual experience or an ability actually that's very real <laughs> That's very actual one that is very rather ever present within our own. It's almost like a forethought of our lives as we've allowed ourselves to sort of potentially to set themselves out to be, right? Because we don't, in some ways, we don't necessarily come into this life with no under type of an understanding. We're given a set of values. Or almost like a type of I don't know if belief is the right word but it's maybe it could be but it's it's like a type of faith we have a certain type of a faith in terms of just based on our own ability to understand things because that's what basically in many ways what it is that we're actually working with so by know if by proxy is the right word, but by definition we sort of necessarily have need to have faith in that By I'm just saying logistically or whatever or quite formally or literally in some ways, we have a certain type of a faith that's based on our own ability to understand things because that's what we actually have, we must have faith in because that's what our experience is, is, consists of that's kind of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so that represents our faith, basically, in all ways. Our our understanding. So, as it turns out, I guess, uh, our once that understanding becomes full, then we, one, can see things as they are, Actually are, and two, we no longer are. we do not we do not uh, have we do not suffer, <clears throat> and then the next thing or the third thing perhaps is just that we there's a there what I'm trying to describe is is it's a sort of a hidden feature of our own perhaps you could say potentials, but it's just that <clears throat> the what you what you may find once this experience is understood right the experience of things as they are or whatever this type of in other words when the understanding of when when the understanding of the individual becomes complete or whatever then this ability arises through a further sort of it's almost like a practice but it's like through some further attention to the matter or, or with respect to this overall type of a design almost then or through some <clears throat> that, that th- through some further attention perhaps I don't want sort to of put too much emphasis on the point but basically I'm trying to describe it it's a little bit difficult to do that because it's, it's, it's rather a hidden type of a thing An ability, but through some further attention to the to enlightenment, perhaps a person can find that or does find that he or she he he has the basic he he enjoys or begins to can know the experience of being able to to virtually or quite literally to be able to begin to take care of him or herself or himself. So <clears throat> it's it's interesting when you begin to take a look at this you know, this light that the, there's like a light that exists within you that sometimes if you when you begin to take a look at this sort of inner light, the sort of the uh, the, uh, the almost like the illuminative sort of faculty uh, illuminative or whatever the illuminative <clears throat> the sort of faculty that's present in the mind that you might notice as a sort of light that <clears throat> virtue or that, f- that that <clears> that when you be, if you when you begin to pay some natural attention to it or whatever uh, to it or whatever as best you might be able to do whatever it's okay if it's a little bit seems a little bit not easy to do or whatever because it's that's i mean that you're it's a it's an innocent type of a, of an, an experience or an approach to things begin to pay attention to this inner light uh, that you might notice it uh, might be present within your own experience it almost seems like a peripheral type of a thing because you know it's like we're thinking about stuff or whatever and it's like that, the, that there's like this light you might notice that's like if you that's like what the self is really is really like or is I mean the person is is actually as it turns out consists of what that light of that light <clears throat> presence of that light or whatever I don't know if everyone is aware of it but I noticed it quite clearly in my own life over the years off and on just that there was some sort of it's almost like a a lamp or something that's my way to look at it. And so, what was I going to say? Um, oh, right. <clears throat> yeah, through some experience, through some attention to that feature, right? You begin, In other words, our understanding becomes more and more full because you begin to understand the difference between what it is that you've been thinking about and this inner light phenomenon or whatever, this inner light that actually as it turns out, is the individual. And so you see how those two processes sort of work together or perhaps maybe in some ways work separately. The other day I had this recognition or whatever. It was like this recognized or whatever. It was like realized or something. Really, truly recognized. It's just like I'm I'm not... Literally, in my mind, I had a thought or whatever. It was like said I'm uh, you know I'm not who I take myself to be and it was it that represents knowledge because I you could I mean the mind is a set of that's the in other words that, that represents a type of clarity right because if the self is this light that sort of, sort of illuminates is sort of illuminating the process of sort of present almost like ever presence in our minds we, we may not always attend to it or, or whatever we don't understand its significance necessarily but as it turns out that's the person or that's who we actually are right in many ways at least and perhaps in all ways the self consists self of the individual consists of that light and so the mental process in some ways can become a way you know <clears throat> when you begin to <clears throat> it becomes a, a way that you it's like a it's like a field that you can utilize as it turns out it finds its illumination through this process and so as this light becomes more and more the focal point through some attention or whatever your your life basically changes form i mean it can has a potential to Because you become someone who becomes capable of understanding things uh, quite literally. And and as it turns out, you know, perhaps in some ways relative to the discussion spiritually. Um, So it's interesting though, oftentimes what happens when you pay attention just naturally to that, this entire field of illumination within the mind, is it actually... In terms of what it actually consists of, which is basically this light within you uh, that you might be able to notice, or that you might notice, or have noticed, or whatever, then your your aims because in one way, in one way, it provides you with much more comfort because things sort of just begin to make all that much more sense because it's it's that it's this sort of thinking process that consists of the ability to feel uncomfortable or. You know, in some ways not fully contented with the way things seem to be, whereas the light doesn't interpret necessarily interpret things the same way. that light that you might notice and through some investigation or whatever, uh, you know uh, it might it might actually turn out to be the person it doesn't see things in the same way. That, the mind seems to. Kind of what I'm trying to say. And so, um, but when you begin, so it provides you with some comfort because you don't, you you you're no longer interpreting situations in the same way because you, you're, the, the the that that which you take yourself to be turns out to be different because the knowledge that's represented in the in the field of experience or the, in the mind becomes much more in line with what the truth is, which is, again, what you might notice from the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism, for example, is that through, an, in other words, through a type of an understanding that's actual suffering, <coughs> that, that that represents, that knowledge, type of knowledge represents, or has a potential to represent, or or... in some ways that, uh, maybe the the ending, ending of suffering ending of suffering whatever. or um, <clears throat> but in any case it's a little bit difficult to try to describe all this I guess really, it might be worth it but basically what I'm trying to sort of say <clears throat> is that <clears throat> or talk about a little bit it's just that when we when the light is when we when we sort of investigate this light somewhat right just sort of by all you really all that's really necessary is just to to sort of begin to sort of try to pay attention to it sometimes just to pay attention to it sometimes and you know if it and that's about it because it's in some ways it's attractive probably perhaps in part because it is the actual it represents the nature of the experience. It's just that we, we almost see things in an inverted type of a way in the absence of that type of a, of a, Or having noticed that, right? And so, um, but we, but, it, over the course of that type of a of a process, whatever through the practice of paying attention sometimes or whatever is best you might, you know, whatever way you might be able to do, you might find that you, you know, that you are much more, you might find a sense of compassion that's, becomes, that finds it, that becomes a sort of, a feature of your own ability to sort of function in the world, right? Because as you're suffering, becomes more and more reduced or is less apparent to you in terms of the way things actually that you know them in, in other words, in, in terms of the way that you might know them uh, that you know uh, for them to be or whatever excuse me, sorry <coughs> um, you, know, um, anyway, you, be, you become that much more capable of assisting other people uh, in terms of their own experiences of suffering, in terms of what it is that they might understand or not yet understand. But again, it's, it's useful, and, and it's actually important, or perhaps just as concrete in terms of what's a part of the picture to, 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 make, to, to understand that a sense of wisdom about the, the situation as it is as well. <clears throat> or as it could be or might be or whatever as it a sense of wisdom and the development of that ex- type of an experience or type of a knowledge within oneself in terms of i mean i'm talking specifically about wisdom is also a necessary part of the picture is also there was a necessary component to this because you want to be able to again to be able to take care of yourself and other people and you can't do that without keeping a sort of some type of a watchful eye on the situation that has some practical significance. A type of a practical significance, right? Because compassion is no longer represented in the absence of wisdom. Over time, those two things, it's, al- it's almost like they form like a silver cord or something. Of, of the, like in many ways, perhaps the ancients or something, authentic spiritual life. You know, <clears throat> in many ways the development of compassion, and the development of wisdom, and the knowledge, and the the actual knowledge that those two things are vitally, both vitally significant, then you begin to understand things. Your life becomes, it's almost like a type of like a gem or something. It's just that you understand the difference between that type of a of a makeup of things that they might be able to be understood and what they actually might be like, right? But it's just that that it it helps to strengthen you. And your ability to be of some type of an assistance to other people, your ability to be of actual service to other people, Sorry, again about the smoke alarm. <clears throat> uh, finds Ends up finding its, you know, confined its representation within your own life. Experiences as a living being, sentient being, like one who is a uh, basically who has some type of an understanding of things. <clears throat> or perhaps, in some cases, it can be that you could have a, you know, a thorough, perhaps a thorough type of an understanding of things. But it's just that I've what I've described is that <clears throat> over and above and under you know understanding things as they are, w- with respect to the actual the suchness of things or the the nature of of things as they are. You have this ability that you might that that turns out as it turns out anyway. In, it's a it's a it's a hidden type of an ability to be able to take care of yourself because. <clears throat> I guess one thing that's sort of beautiful about it is that life is sort of, that our experience is sort of set up this way or that our nature is sort of of this type of, of a knowledge or, or a virtue. That we notice along the way that our suffering becomes less as we begin to understand things more as they actually are. Our compassion increases because we have a, more of a right type of a view about things. In other words, our understanding is actually more <clears throat> virtuous <clears throat> or realistic, maybe, or just actual. We can develop a sense of wisdom to the, uh, the need to sort of keep things uh, practical in some ways. And, uh, and through that type of a, <clears throat> a relationship between those two principles, in a way, Wisdom and compassion, or compassion, you know, compassion, or whatever. The experience of compassion, or the, the, the anyway, those two things, or whatever. <clears> then <throat> they can sort of help to facilitate one another. I mean, you might imagine that the more wisdom that you maintain, or whatever, the more compassionate you might be able to be. Especially when you think about younger people, for example, or perhaps in some ways generations that come before you, your parents, your family, whatever. But perhaps it's a type of beauty and maybe being able to recognize or understand that the the peace which passeth understanding has to do, refers specifically to this ability to be able to take care of yourself, which turns out to be present and experienceable and knowable and in which people actually f- may find um, once the understanding has been accomplished of how things actually are for, uh, to us or are, right? Which I think is <clears throat> rather intensely interesting. I think in some ways perhaps because like there's is an issue that's potentially of, of trust that it's involved. So in other words, once you find yourself to be responsible for the ability to, to maintain a sense of compassion through your own you know ability to have accomplished some type of an understanding or have enhanced it, or, <clears throat> or completed it, or just developed it, and your, 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 you know, your maintenance of a sense of wisdom, development of that type of a principle, knowledge in life, experience, virtue, then you find that you become capable of taking care of yourself, because you, it, that's when it, as it turns out, when it occurs to you. you know, in I mean, in actual fact, or literally, whatever. <laughs> so, life <clears throat> has the potential, at least, I mean, uh, what is hidden there is this sort of like it no longer becomes this sort of unsatisfactory type of a field of 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 experience that's or a type of thing. It becomes a much more a satisfactory one. so that's basically what I wanted to try to explain it's I mean um, I know that we there were some things that were a little bit difficult to, <clears throat> for us to maybe uh, see or hear I mean I just mean or go through the smoke alarm went off was going off a few, it went off a number of times maybe a few times um, the The explanation was not that I mean it was a little bit difficult for me to get through maybe but I think it was <clears throat> perhaps profoundly sort of I mean, perhaps profoundly worth it for us to have sort of gone over it it might be possible that i could explain it again at another point in time and that might serve as a more useful recording of these truths or whatever or of this teaching but i'm glad that we finished it um okay anyway thanks y'all